0: The full episode is now available on Patreon and YouTube memberships. Please see the link in the description for more details.
1: That being said, um, yeah. uh, I wanted to talk about some of the spin-offs that were proposed and whether or not these should even be given any idea. Uh, should, should even be given any like mm. thought. Would do you mind going into uh, some of these? sure. So sure. the first one is the 10,000 Ships. Now, for those of you who don't know, 10,000 Ships is... A Dornish story. It's about uh, the warrior queen Nymeria, which if you've seen Game of Thrones, Arya talks about her a little bit in season one and season two. And Nymeria takes her people from Essos to Westeros and they settle in Dorne. I personally think season five fucked up a lot of the fan... Uh, excitement for the dornish
0: storyline the only people who even like the Mm -hmm. dornish
1: storyline are book readers
0: yeah and only and only some book readers like a lot of people like a lot of people hit feast for crows and were just like turned off by by the dornish story and and don't like it but so it's 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 a it's a select group of book readers that love the dornish yeah how 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 does someone not like read duran's fire and blood
1: revenge speech and oh, not my, like yeah. the Dornish storyline.
0: <laughs> I I some people some people get really uncomfortable, uh um uh, with the Aries O'Chart sex scenes or, you know, these characters that they're they're not familiar with, you know, so it's it's um I, don't know. I i I think a lot of people liked Quentin Martel's story and that brought people back into the Dornish story but a lot of times even people th- don't even think of Quentin Martel as the Dorna story you know they think of Doran being Aries O'Kart, Ariane Martel and Ari Hota. but um but yeah it's it's um the uh but yeah it's i I don't yeah I think that people are suspicious of Doran show watchers um I don't know if they they necessarily know how to handle it. Like, how do you like Pedro Pascal? Like, was great was great as Oberyn Martel. But do you hire like every Dornish person? Do you make like Doran Martell? You know, like what do you do? Can ha- can everybody pull off Doran? I mean, I'm sorry, Oberyn Martel? Can you can everybody be an Oberyn? Because everybody can't be a badass, right? What well, was it you who told <laughs> me that
1: um for those of you who don't recall the last episode of Game of Thrones, season 8, episode six, was it you who told me that the the new Prince of Dorne, he styled his like acting around what Pedro Pascal did as Oberin? Was that you who told me that?
0: Uh do I, I don't think it was me. Um but, but I do think an interview about him, yeah, better, his, yeah. His
1: his mannerisms were very Oberin. So you you have a point there. Oh absolutely. And, and I the...
0: mean, that guy, consider, considering that guy had zero lines, he did a fucking <laughs> great job, right? The fact that he has so much personality, but he has no lines, <laughs> he just sits there in a chair. Like, that's pretty cool, you know? Pretty cool, I but yeah, <laughs> nice jobs, you know? But, um, uh, I, yeah, I don't think, I don't think, now, if we're talking about like, would I love to see a 10,000 ship story? Of course I would. Like, that would be great. But, I think it kind of goes backwards, right? Wouldn't it start with the dragons and then you'd get rid of the dragons as they made it to Dorne? <laughs> like you'd have less excitement as things go, go on. I don't know. But um uh I, I don't think people would be very interested in it. I, I think they would have trouble um portraying Dornish characters. Like what do you do? Do you make them all do you make them all Spanish, you know? Like what do you what do you do? Um, they seem to have that 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 kind of issue. Like everybody can't be a badass. Everybody can't be um, Obermartel fucking and fighting. You know. So I don't know. Ugh. It would be, make would a hard. it would
1: make a very good one episode story. I had this idea that I think HBO mm. should do, which is an anthology series. Of course, you know, for those of you who know me, love anthologies. Seven love episode, anthologies. seven episode season, a uh, seven episode uh, season. Every episode is a different story in the history of Westeros. You know, seven seasons, uh, seven mm. seven books, seven uh, seven gods, you know, yeah. So seven kingdoms, seven episodes. And uh ten thousand ships could be one of them. You know, it'd be a one-hour thing, tells the story of Nymira, through the narration, yeah. live Though actors. I'll
0: tell you I'll tell you why that's difficult. Um Game of Thrones, like model, right, was to get all of this money. And then, kind of, kind of spend, try to spend as little as possible for most of the episodes, and then just have a freaking all-out cinematic, you know, fifty million dollar episode, and then that everyone would talk about, right? Mm. With an anthology, how do you do that? You have to spread the money evenly, right? Mm, I guess, yeah. Yeah, so it's it's a little harder, a little harder to do anthology with. um, I mean, House of the Dragon, did they, I'm trying to think, like, money-wise, which episodes would have cost more. I mean, I, I guess the Stepstones episode, what is that, Episode 3? That's got to be the most expensive one, but I don't know.
1: I would argue the Stepstone episode was expensive. I would also argue the last episode was equal, The la- Episode 9 and 10 were expensive because of the dragon stuff
0: and because of the scale of it all. This the, CG, the CGI's mm-hmm. and how many people how many people are you actually pulling in like how many extras were were used in that dragon pit scene. But for the most part
1: most of ice and fire is just people in a room talking. That sounds ridiculously yeah. boring, but that's really like I feel like that's like 80% of what it is. You know?
0: Sure, sure. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's either people yeah. talking in a closed-off room in King's Landing or people walking from location A to location B talking, and then the this, occasional this, I mean,
0: this is the big joke when, like, Game of Thrones first came out. Everyone's just w- walking around the garden over and over again, you know? <laughs> you know? The next one is the Sea
1: Snake, which I think also got shelved because, mm. for those of you who don't know, the Sea Snake is the voyages of Corlys Valarion. Now, the Valarions, when we come to House of the Dragon, they're not really discussed much. In the Game of Thrones show, they pop up here and there in the books, the Ice and Fire books. But House Velaryon, when we come to House of the Dragon, are one of the wealthiest, if not the wealthiest house in Westeros. Partly due to Corley's making these voyages, kind of around the world and finding all these treasures and having all these adventures and all this stuff. And uh, I think some people in the audience are going to get on my case for this. I think I didn't think Corley's was that interesting of a character. I hmm. like the performance by Steve Tucson, but I would argue that Lenor and Lena were
0: kind of more interesting than him. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I, um, I agree with you. There's, there's character and then there's, there's actor, right? So, like, um, did you, it's like it's like my you know my my criticism of Damon Targaryen like people love Matt Smith and they love Matt Smith's performance but if you actually look at the character of Damon Targaryen he's all over the fucking place <laughs> Um Corlys Velaryon we all love the performance but Corlys sits on his butt the entire sh- like series he doesn't do anything cool except walk around with dreadlocks right like yeah. you know and and you know an, an actor you know, often makes the role. Like, I don't know if you saw the new Matrix movie, but like, you know, they have a young, they have a different Morpheus in it. And it's like, well, you're not Lawrence Fishburne. Like, you know, you're, you're just not Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah. Like, um, and so like, as much as people are like, I even if, as much as you like Corley's Velary in, in House of the Dragon, it's going to be a different actor playing him young. It's completely, it's going to be a completely different. You know how often do you actually see another actor portray a role, um, like you know, well, where you're like, oh yeah, no, it's it's the same thing. It's just a continuation of that, you know. You know, m- mm. maybe you like maybe you like Robert De Niro as Vito, and maybe you like um, uh old Vito, but like they're definitely not the same character. <laughs> like it's just. You know, they they've rolled the dice twice, you know, and you we happen to like them both, but come on, like they're not the same. Like um, I said, I so,
1: I don't think yeah. Corley's uh uh was popular enough to have a whole spin-off about him. Um in fact, the fandom was very weird with who they really liked. Like I expected them to like Eamon because he looks like a Final Fantasy villain, but I did not expect yeah. the fandom to go crazy over Helena. That
0: was fucking random. Or... It was random how how everybody fucking loved Lena. <laughs> like she had four, I mean, and and they loved Lena Lena number three. Lena right? number three, yeah, like, mm-hmm. yeah. It's not like they went crazy for Lena number two, even though you know Lena number two is was was fantastic and super hot. But like Lena number three, they they were like, oh my god maybe because she went out in a blaze of glory you know oh by the way yeah. I, I i said helena helena oh Hel- oh i thought she said this is a fucking problem with house of the dragon right <laughs> no, no by like, the way uh, side hmm. side note comic book girl 19 uh posted a a uh a house of the dragon uh, video where she's pretty funny in it yeah no it, it, oh. is she still yeah, for it's some like, reason it's like... needing a like a co-host or something she she has she has her own like character co-host like on it. Like mm. she you know how she doesn't post very much cuz I think she's she's a Twitch streamer now but like you know it it kind of has if if you're if you're nostalgic for like old uh, comic book girl 19 like like stuff. It's like it's like straight up like old old type of quality like old content stuff. So mm. on House of the Dragon, you know. But yeah, she sits there and she's like, "Yeah, House of the Dragon. Let's see. There's a there's a, and then she just goes down the list. She's like, "There's three Aegons and two Viseryses, and 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 Helena and a and a Rhaenys and a Rhaenyra." And then she like goes down. And you're like, oh, yeah, this does kind of uh, <laughs> like, this does kind of suck," you know, in that sense that the names are all the same. But um, but yeah, no Helena. Like, why people went, yeah, people went nuts for for yeah, um, old Helena. Yeah, Helena three. Actually, I guess they went nuts for Helena too. They they just loved Helena. Funny, They're
1: funny well, enough as it is. Both Hel- and, and now that we're on the topic of this, um, I'm sure you would argue that Vaymond was probably more interesting than Corley's in in some, some regards. Oh
0: yeah. Oh my. Oh well, yeah. Vaymond I mean, he he had a lot. He had he was allowed to do more i suppose i he didn't get more screen time but he he was allowed to do more in that in that episode episode uh, 8 so yeah vayman turned out to be freaking awesome but i mean pretty interesting but yeah